there was a meeting with me and me and um, I was muted. So I couldn't even talk to myself. Welcome to episode 32, 32 of But Enough About Us. Remember back in the old days when you just made a phone call and there were no answering machines and you just prayed to God somebody would pick up on the other side? Yes. That you could, that you could deliver a message and that, that it actually would get to that person. You had to rely on the person that picked up the phone, that they would actually write it down. Uh-huh. And then, and then like if you had an absent, if you have a, had an absent minded sibling or whatever, and they'd go, yeah, so-and-so called, and you'd be like, yeah, well, what'd they say? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Did you write it down? No. Why not? There wasn't a piece of paper and a pencil right by, by the phone. So I'm so sorry. Well, do you have a, a, a is there a return phone number? Mm. Uh, you don't have their number? I'm like, no. <laughs> Why yeah. did you ask them for it? It's like, it's almost to the point where I don't know how anything got done years ago. Yeah. Yeah. How did we do that? You know, I mean, right now we could... You just start recording a conversation on our phone or write notes on our phone while we're talking on our phone. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I have to ask you this because you and I were talking about this uh, the other day that your dad was a lawyer, right? He yeah. was like a small town, yeah. you know, lawyer that used to do all kinds of just everything. Yeah. I'm sure. And look, he, he probably never had a computer in his office, right? Oh, gosh, no. I think when they upgraded to like an electric typewriter, it was a big moment. It was I mean, a big moment. It was a, it was a big, big moment. moment. In the, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Esquire got an electric typewriter. Come on down to this. And everybody gather around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, big excitement. The big IBM Selectronic or whatever with, it was with, called. Um, with that paper that has the um, ditto sheet built in, right? So you've got- Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carbon, the carbon paper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I yeah. mean- there were so many technologies, but my favorite, so little known fact, you may not know this, but my first college degree was in executive secretarial science. And I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. slow down a second. Did there's you a not science, know that? There's a science to that? There, hey, hey, <laughs> let me see you take audio dictation, write it down in shorthand, transcribe it with zero grammatical or speech errors in it. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait a second. Did you just say dictation? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the child. I'm the childish one of the group. If you haven't figured uh, that out already. <laughs> except I'm laughing too, because I'm also the childish one. So that's why we get along. For me, the biggest thrill was those little sheets of, it's like a one by two inch square of correction paper. So you no longer. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. That was the best. Yeah. No you more, just, no more, no more Tipex, right. Or whatever it was called or oh, white out or whatever white it was. Out, that horrible stuff that smelled caustic and you had to sit there and, and wave your paper or blow on it wait for it to dry the anyway. best was, the best was no no hold on a second I, I totally got so i'm i'm the impatient whiteout guy uh-huh. like i can't wait for it to dry so i think in my in my logical brain that if i touch it it might dry faster <laughs> it'll dry so the finger t- faster so that exactly well that's the thing on the tip of my finger <clears throat> would be this white like you could always tell when Eric was typing because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would come back and I'd have multiple little white spots all on the tips of my fingers. My children will never experience that. No, they, they will never. That, that's 
it, no, it, it's like it, it's as foreign. It's as foreign as uh, as as you could be. Like, I have a better chance of being a brain surgeon than mm-hmm. my daughters will have of using whiteout <laughs> and and. and, and Huh, a typewriter. Yeah. Well, I told you, I think I told you this. My daughter found an old typewriter that I had. No. She actually, oh, oh this is the greatest thing. We're going to, you know, so we're going to, oh, we have to post this on Facebook. This is wonderful because it's literally right in front of me. So this is so amazing. So she finds this typewriter. She's fascinated by it. Now, at read- what age, at what age was she fascinated by this? Um, I would say she was probably in like seventh grade, maybe. Okay. All right. So... We're, we're in the basement. I pull out this old box. And now this is not even an electric one. This is a completely manual one. Oh, that's awesome. She says to me, this is the best. She says, dear dad. Now this is all in lowercase because she can't figure out how to make it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Text. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Jillian found how to use the typewriter. Typewriter being two words in her world. Uh-huh. It is so much fun. Exclamation, exclamation point. Then her version of the smiley face with the old typewriter. Oh, that's adorable. It is. I hope hope you had a good time in Europe, and I am glad that you are home now. Anna has also written on it, and she thinks it's cool, too! Exclamation point. You can try it now and write me a letter back, smiley face, with, I hope by the time you are done there, you will be, and then it says EB, which I don't even know what that word is. Uh Uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, enough. And then it says ink left. Like there's no link. <laughs> there's no ink she, she's trying to say, I hope when you're done, when we're done, there'll be ink left. Oh, yeah, she yeah, says, yeah. Love, so, uh-huh. She says, love Sophia Haas. Like, like I'm going to, there's like, there's another Sophia that's right. typing to oh, me. Oh my gosh, that's Exclamation point, exclamation. Multiple smiley faces. Then it says, P.S. You have to plug it in at fur drops at first. I did not know. I have no idea what that means. I'm still oh. to this day. Uh, and she's going to be 19 in, in just a couple of weeks. And, and I have no idea what that means. I'm going to have to, sh- I'm going to have to ask her what she, that what, what she meant by that. When my daughter turned 10, one of the gifts she asked for was a typewriter. I have two of them. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally <laughs> yeah, want how, one. That's how crazy I am. I totally want one. But I, so I started asking around, I asked my in-laws because they were clearing out their basement at the time. And she said, I will bring a typewriter with me. So it's now it is a Smith Corona. It is, it was one of the first electric ones. So you do plug it in. Ooh, So it's got that hum to it. Yeah. It's got that hum. Yeah. And that smell. I love that smell. I love typewriter smell. I don't know if you notice a smell from your, they have a smell. I'm going to, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. I have no (laughs) idea what you're talking about. No, they do. You open the case and the typewriter smell wafts up into your olfactory nerve and says, Oh, welcome back to the eighties. You know, I'm eighties. Uh, well, eighties. It would the electric ones. I would say yes. were probably eighties. The first love note I ever wrote was on a typewriter, and it was oh. to this boy in my kindergarten class. And I'm sure he thought I was psycho because I was typing "I love you." I was just sort of doing some stream of consciousness typing, and I was watching our local PBS station, which is WXXI. And so I was typing WXXI intermittently between thoughts on this note. <laughs> and it was, I really wish I still had it. So here's a little, a little <laughs> deeper into my history. I think I actually broke up with my first girlfriend typing a letter to her. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the funny part. I don't even think I actually typed the letter. I just put in a sheet of paper. She was sitting next to me. Oh. I, I didn't know how to break up with her. I think I just said, she's like, what do you, what's going on? She's like, I'm like, 
I don't know how to say this. She's like, well, just type it. And I'm like, oh, God. I, w- I want to break up with you. And she turned to me and she goes, yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I want to break up with you, too. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was anticlimactic. It was it was it, it was well, I wish it was, she had typed and, back to you. You suck or something. <laughs> and then and then. Then she went on to get another boyfriend like a, like less than 24 hours later. You were like the original text message breakup. Except it was old school text message breakup. It, it, crazy. <laughs> crazy. It was it was crazy. Before Whiteout, there were typewriter erasers. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. There were two mm-hmm. kinds. There was the kind that was like a pencil and it had a brush at the yep. other end. Oh yep. my God, I loved using that. Except, you know, if you got too enthusiastic there was a hole in your paper then there was another kind that was like a it was a wheel of eraser and it's fun yeah, yeah. and then there was yep. an, a, a brush on the other end of that i've never understood what the wheel design was about because it was not easy to I, pinpoint a letter. yeah by the way i used to call that little brush the mohawk pencil because oh. <laughs> it always looked like a mohawk to me uh, when um uh, punk rock came out i'm like well there's the inspiration for that haircut <laughs> right there right. In true form, one of our conversations we had on the phone, I was talking to you uh, about this back and forth email discussion I had with our podcast host, Podbean. Podbean. And, (laughs) (laughs) but I was reading some of these to you. So I'm going to read these. It says, hi, Glenna. Thank you for reaching out. Please go to settings, blah, blah, blah. They give me some instructions for more inquiries. Feel free to contact us. Best regards. Mm So-and-so. So I didn't respond right away. And they wrote again and said, hope you are doing well today. I hope you received my previous email and response to your support ticket. Please feel free to write back anytime for further queries. We would be more than happy to assist you. And then it goes on for a few more. And then it says your feedback will help um, serve you better. Have a great day. Smiley face. Sincerely, uh-huh. being support. So then I wrote and I said, hello, and thanks for your response. It looks as if I need remedial help as I can't seem to find settings without a pith helmet in in-house navigation gear. Is there any phone option for support? Emoji, smiley face. Now, I'm more of a phone support kind of gal. That's just who I am. And then I wrote back again and said, well, I found settings. Stay tuned for more exciting updates as they happen. And then they wrote back and said, hi. Thank you for getting back to us. Currently, phone support is not available. Our email support is available 24-7, though. We'll be more than happy to assist you. <laughs> right? And so, and I wrote back and I asked another question. And <laughs> it just went on and on. And then I was on the phone with you and you said, you realize that's a <laughs> bot, right? <laughs> because here I am, like, <laughs> dropping, you know, I don't know, somewhat comical replies. And it was like deadpan, all business, Right. So, so ladies and gentlemen of the listening audience, this is the part where Glenna thinks that she's having a, a really, really in-depth conversation with a human being. She thinks that there's somebody on the other side that's typing to her and that's actually getting these jokes. So when they fall flat on the floor, she's like, wait a second. And, and granted, when you read that to me the first time and now the second time, I find it to be hilarious. It's it, that that to me is, as I as I've mentioned before, like, is co- is comedy gold. So when nobody reacts to it, you had the, the, the best reaction. And I'm on the other side thinking to myself, I have, so, I have a little bit of software experience in what I've done over the years for employment. And this is a typical what they call a bot or machine learning uh, type uh, software that basically grabs 
specific key phrases in your email and then goes to its database and pulls information and then puts it together in a very concise manner and assumes that if it see if it hears I need help with doing something, it has a whole list of things that it, it references and then shoots you back this email that looks very personalized. Mm-hmm. It looks very much like it's a live person, but it's so not. Well, that it, it will it will confuse the best of us, including your uh, my co-host. <laughs> Glenn. But, but here's the thing. OK, so I continued to write these back and forth and eventually I don't mean to almost choke on my tea. There. Yeah, <laughs> no. And so I, then I, of course, after, as you tell me this, I'm like, I can't believe that could be. But now I understand why when you go on a chat like so many websites have a chat feature in the corner. It's a little speech bubble sometimes. And it says, may I help you? And it's always a picture of some person who, you know, isn't really the person on the other line. This one, it's an email address and they're writing back. And on one of the notes, I said, are you a bot or a human? (laughs) As it kept going on and on. And then this person said, I'm human. All our support team are humans and not bots. So really, they're actually, they're actually human. Um, of, of the people that were responding to you. They said they were, but all of them start with hope you're doing well today. It really seriously sounds bodish. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think at some point it gets kicked out to a human being when the conversation continues on past a certain level. Yeah. It, that yeah. Sounds I think it starts normal. out. I think it starts out that way. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, they'll say like, can you hold for a second? And then, oh. you know, somebody's reviewing all the messages like I, I look, I, I online chat oh. or online, you know, online support is very good. But in the beginning, they have to triage it somehow. I feel and so generally <laughs> there's a bunch of gates. There's a bunch of gates that have to be passed or 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 mm-hmm. entered before you can actually get to a live person. So otherwise, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there would be so many. There's you'd have to have a, a t you know a room full of hundred people to answer all these things. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, the software is amazing in the fact that for. of the, of the calls, which are, Hey, I can't find this, or I'm looking for this, or I need instructions because I just bought something. And where do I find the instructions? Um, I I, I like the mix of, Hey, get me to who I need to talk to. But you know, as well as I know, when you pick up the phone and you just want to talk to somebody, I just scream, Talk to a customer service representative like a hundred yes. times oh, me until, too. until I get to a live person. I, it's right? me, representative, representative, representative. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wait, can't funny, hit zero enough. Yeah. The funniest part is if there's someone in the room with you and they, you know, they don't know. You know and then <laughs> you have what to. What you're doing. Uh, there was a great, I don't know if you've ever seen the British TV show, Miranda. And if you haven't run, don't walk. It is brilliantly funny. Uh, It's one of those shows that actually gets funnier with each episode, but there's one where Mm -hmm. she's calling because they, they tried to deliver a package and couldn't, and she had to call, you know, the post office, whatever it was, and Mm -hmm. she had to reply to an automated system and they weren't recognizing her words. So one of the words they kept getting stuck on was Tuesday. So she'd say Tuesday and they, I'm sorry, please repeat that Tuesday. Tuesday. And so now in this house, whenever it's Tuesday, that's how we pronounce it. So that makes sense that it might be a mix because I said, oh, glad you're a person. My podcast partner was convinced you used bots. So, and I asked a few more questions and their response was, hope you're doing well today. 
I yep. hope you mm-hmm. received my previous email in response to your support ticket. It's got to be automated to some degree along the line. But I mean, mm-hmm. I love I love Podbean, but it just was a little confusing because now they're they're saying, all right, uh, fill out this survey so we know how to better serve you. But I never right. filled it out because they didn't answer my question. So and and that's the hope part. The hopes are is that they're going to get you to respond to the survey so that they can get more stars and more positive results. And then people are going to be, oh, I have to use that over that. And look, it's it's the war of it's the war of trying to find out who's got the better product and and how to monetize we're going to use that word one more time in this broadcast <laughs> yeah. um how, how to mon- how to make how to make more money how to, hey, how to make more money with, with less so yeah I, for sure I, when you told me that on the phone i seriously felt a little bit like somebody toto you were toto and you had just pulled back the curtain on oz yes. right yep. i just didn't well look and that's okay i think it's okay to feel that way because I think more and more of our lives, like, I don't know if you've seen this, they have a Jaguar commercial out there that, yeah. that is try that is literally, it's a brand new, you know, Jaguar SUV, by the way. Uh, really? Yeah, you know, wow. Yeah, it's I a brand new one. They... I see the ads all the, see, ad, I see these ads all the time. And it, it, it basically is debunking the social media. Everybody knows who you are. And it's like, be your own person, come and drive a Jaguar. Okay. It's like, it's like, you're not an algorithm. You're right. not, you're not just another number. You're an actual human being and a person. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more in our society, especially I'm, that's the fear that I have for my children is that they will, and their children will grow up in this electronic age. That is amazing. Like you and I were talking earlier, like I'm frustrated because I can't get my stupid laptop to work and right. I can't get online to search, to search things. Right. But I mean, how did things get done before? Well, they did get done before. They just got done at a different pace and a different priority. And so what you ate for breakfast is not a priority in my life, thankfully, or I mean, you, the proverbial right. you, it doesn't, not you. Right. So when I go on Facebook, it was grape or, nuts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good for you. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of what I had. Oh, I had a piece of toast with some nut butter. There you go. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I always, I always, I always say to people, you know, you have to pick and choose what the priorities are. And I think a lot of times for our kids, the priorities are given to them. We, they already told from an age on where they have a smartphone in front of them by what they see that this is the priority. And I think we almost have to deprogram to say, no, 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 no. You need to decide what your priorities are. You need right. to actually engage with others in a different way to really find out a, who you are, and what's really important to you? And is it important that you know what your best friend had for, for, for breakfast or what you're no, or who's getting together without you? Or, I mean, some of the stuff on there, right. I, I don't know about you, but there's so many days where I, I kind of wish I were not on Facebook. I, cause there are some things that I see in there that I'm like, Oh, I wish I hadn't just seen that. And now I feel mm-hmm. horrible about myself, you know, for whatever. Well, hey, and, and, and you're, and you're a, you're a grown adult that can process that. Think about exactly. Think about a 13 or 12 year old, or or even a younger person that is just trying to figure it out, and then they're being told they're being force fed yeah. through algorithms. Because remember, if you if you watch the 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 Netflix special, we talked about this about social media oh and, my gosh, and how and, and how that. what what it gives you and what it what it feeds you and what it doesn't feed you. Mm-hmm. It, it specifically, do, it doesn't give you the universe. It gives you very specific things and it oh, wants yeah. you yeah. to respond to certain things and it wants you to ignore other things. You're being told what the priorities are in your life. Right. And, and until somebody backs you away from that and says, by the way, 
you get to choose. Well, you get to choose what's what's the priorities are in your life and, and what's important. Until that happens, the tough part is, is that our kids will get in this mindset of saying, well, it's important online, so it must be important in real life. And you and I know that that's not the case. It's such a minuscule picture of what's going on online. And, and it's such an unrealistic, untruthful picture so often what's yep. what we're seeing online that we'll have to talk about that one day. It's just something that I wish I could erase. I mean, for myself, oh, yeah. for other people. Yeah. Just well, editing is, is one of the toughest things to do. Exactly. So, you, <laughs> you know what? Listen, absorb, laugh, Think yes. about what it's like to think of what about what it would be like actually to type on an electric typewriter. I want to type um, a note to Podbean and mail it to him. Are you real? <laughs> there you go. Yes, exactly. or no? <laughs> yes. Dear bots, are you uh, a male, female or other? Well, the thing, no. <laughs> the, the, here's the, here's the worst part. And I think I told you this when we were talking about it initially was one of the names that came back on, on these replies was a spelling of a regular female's name I've never seen. And it looked very AI to me. I'm like, this mm-hmm. sounds like a bot's name, but I feel like you just told me about Santa when you told me about the, <laughs> the reply. Here you <laughs> thought I was having this, you know, one-on-one connection with somebody. I'm like, yes, I, and I you totally were. was AI. You're t- you were talking to AI. Yes, you were. No, look, and the way that these companies have to do this, they have to do this in order to make money, in order to please shareholders, in order to look good in investors, whether they're privately held or whether they're publicly held. It's all about the return. And so there's going to be sacrifices that are made when it comes to customer service. And a lot of companies, I'll call them the tree-hugging, granola-eating companies, which mm-hmm you and I support and, 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 and use because not because they go above and beyond in customer service. And I know that for myself, I think we talked about this, geez, probably one of our first episodes, we talked about Chick-fil-A and we talked about a lot of other companies Mm -hmm. that specialize in excellent customer service, right? That's, that's what they want. It's, it's how may I help you today? Oh, and they say your name at Chick-fil-A. What, what can I get for you? Right. You know, let me get that for you. Yeah. Um, my pleasure. I, I t- my pl- it's my pleasure to mm-hmm. serve you. I would rather, I would rather um, spend my hard-earned money at a at someplace like that than somewhere else where they weren't doing. You know, they they're not doing of that. And it's, it's more of a cold reception and stuff. It's a so personal have- touch. It exactly. makes you feel like they're directing all of their right. hostess and host skills directly right. toward you. you. Well, you got a personal touch until you started to crack jokes. And then, and then I you know. were standing, you were standing up in front of the, uh, you were standing up behind the mic and nobody I was getting crickets. Was and it, I, I'm going to tell you, you it, I did bomb and I have had to stand up on a stage to, to warm up for somebody at a comedy club and it's difficult. And I know what the crickets feel like, but I don't expect to get crickets from a service that we use for our podcast that we're paying for. <laughs> Give me a courtesy laugh, Podbean. So, anyway. so this, this, this has been Glenna's 20 minute rant <laughs> on bots. I love taking things apart. I do. I just love it. It's just putting it back together. That's well, look, that's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's easy to take stuff apart. I always <laughs> tell people right. like, call me, you need to knock down a wall. Oh yeah. Like my neighbor, Oh no, that's my, fun. my neighbor has that ash borer disease in one of her trees and, and it started to split and, and limbs started falling off yeah. of it with our windstorms oh, recently. Did you go out there with a chainsaw? I did. It was, it was so much fun. Really? Oh my goodness. Power tools are really fun. Uh, they And especially chainsaws. Like yeah. The, the chainsaws can be dangerous though. They can, do you know about the kickback of thing? Of course. Okay. Of How do you course. know these things? Because you, when you're sawing down a tree, it wants to kick back. Yeah. Yeah, it wants to, like, pop up so that you, like, slice 
you yeah. know, right down. No, I know the f- somebody who really did yeah, yeah, no, you have, you have to be careful. No, but I've, I've, I'm, I'm not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not so bad. That's not like Texas Chainsaw that Massacre. Could be, that, could, that could be <laughs> yeah. the placard you put on the side of your truck. Yeah, yeah, Eric's, not so bad. Yeah, Eric's chains, Eric's chainsaw and limb disposal. <laughs> I'm not so bad. That's right. I still yeah, have. You, you still hobble have, out of the truck. I with still one have leg. all my fingers. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Here, I, I have a, I have a great story. So I have a friend who's a dermatologist. Yeah, super super nice nice. Been friends with them since I was thirteen years old. Oh wow, okay. I'm not going to name famous people's names because then I don't want to make anybody feel bad. But he used to live down. He used to have an apartment in New York City. Oh okay. He has an apartment. He used to own an apartment in New York City. Gotcha. In a building, and right above him used to be a famous musician's apartment. Oh okay. From an eighties. You can tell me what it rhymes no, 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 with. No 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 okay. no no. From an eighties band. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to a party in the building. And mm-hmm. he finally gets to meet this guy. Cool. And it's and this is a pretty famous dude, like uh, from '80s music. I cannot believe. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I can't tell you. All anyway, right. so he gets there and he's thinking, I'm going to have this great conversation. I'm going to hear, you know, I'm going to hear. I'm going to have intellectual stimulation, yeah. the whole yeah. thing. And the guy finds out he's a dermatologist, and all the guy, all this famous oh, guy can just, do is say, "Does this look cancerous? <laughs> is that is that mold okay? Is this? Am I? Can you can you take a look at this?" And he's like pulling up his shirt <laughs> and he's showing, up. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, I felt so bad. That's awful. I felt so bad for him. He was so excited. Yeah, yeah. To see this. And we joke because also too, here's the other funny part was so he redid his apartment. So for about a month he had workers in his apartment redoing While this guy still lived there? While the guy but the guy was traveling, he was on tour, he was in concerts. So the super needed a place to store stuff and the building was pretty small. Okay. So he was he had keys to this guy's apartment, this musician's apartment. Yeah. So we joke he he just did air. Quotes uh, for air a quotes. Yes, I'm not sure musician, <laughs> lead singer. Um, Back so, yeah. No, no, he's a lead singer. So they need a place to store all this new furniture. Yeah. So we joke because his beautiful leather sofa was in this guy's apartment for almost a month. Oh wow. We joke that his sofa knows this lead singer yeah, better yeah. than he does because right. it's been a month in his yeah. apartment. That is going to do it for episode 32 of But Enough About Us. Thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend, ask them to subscribe. Hey, make sure you tune in next time for episode 33 of But Enough About Us, where our families join us. The whole fam family will be here. Ted will even make a special appearance. My kids, Eric's kids. We're going to talk about childhood then, childhood now, social issues then and now. It's going to be fun for the whole family. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of But Enough About Us. We are on the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. And if you want to write us a note, you don't need your typewriter. Just send it via email. It's a modern thing. You can find us at but enough about us at gmail.com. 